Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hello, you're listening to a brand new episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where this week we're going to review DC League of Super Pets, plus covering off all the latest movie and trailer news. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. We do. And in DC League of Super Pets, Crypto the Superdog and his best friend Superman fight crime together in Metropolis. But when the Justice League is kidnapped, Crypto must convince a ragtag shelter pack with new powers to help him rescue the superheroes. DC League of Super Pets is directed by Jared Stern and Sam J. Levine with a screenplay by Stern and John Whittington. The film stars Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Kate McKinnon, John Krasinski, Vanessa Bayer, Natasha Leon, Diego Luna, Mark Maron, Olivia Wilde, Keanu Reeves and many more. Look, I was always so excited about this voice cast going into this movie. I can't wait to talk about the contributions of this fantastic lineup mm. of actors and their characters. But I want to just call out one thing. Okay. I am a relatively new dog owner. Mushu's just shy of 18 months old. Mm-hmm. There's something about now, as a dog dad, watching films 
with dogs and pets, they just resonate so much more with me now. Does it make you a little sadder in the sad bits too? Um, Yes. <laughs> I was quite emotional in one yeah. particular scene. The story overall, okay, it's about mm. this friendship between Superman and Crypto. Yeah. But it's also the stock standard Superman gets bested by Kryptonite and his best friend Crypto has to overcome his own pride and arrogance and mm. learn to work with and accept others. He's a touch more righteous than his Kryptonian uh, counterpart. Yes. But the messages of the film are fairly formulaic, don't you think? They're formulaic, yes. They're cliched and they're predictable, sometimes as predictable as you can get. But I found it very watchable. Mm -hmm. And there are lessons there for kids to take away. Yeah. And they do ram it into you, but there's just something very endearing about this movie where it gets away with it, I feel. Yeah, 100%. Crypto also has to work with Batman's dog, Ace. And they have both existed in the comics, actually, since the 1950s. But this is actually the first time the pair have come together in an adventure. You know what? As far as premises go, a film about everyone's favourite superheroes and their pets. You're thinking, why has it taken this long for us to get a movie like this? And in the perfect medium of animation where you can just go above and beyond and have fun, obviously this would not work in a live action setting. I think you and I can both agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Why has it taken this long to get this? It is a really fun adventure and ride. It really is quite enjoyable Mm. if you just sit back and you let it wash over you. Yeah. It also can get quite dark in places though. Did you find that? For a kid's film, Mm. it's a family film film but it's it's, a family it, it's film. aimed at kids more definitely you know there's things like a dog gets hit by a car mm. the problem with making animation more realistic as they have in this film is that it can walk the line between a bit much for younger children mm. i think i sort of sat back in my seat and went oh that was oh that's not good <laughs> that's not good yeah. a, a, a quite confronting Although, would you say it's an important addition in the film as one of the life lessons that sometimes things can go wrong and people can get hurt in this essence a a dog? Or do you think they went a little too far there? I don't know. I just wondered if it was walking the line too much trying to appeal to too broad an audience. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a bit adult for kids. And there's also Merton the turtle, (laughs) played by Natasha Lyonne, who's fantastic, by the way. But the turtle is very sweary. Oh, yeah. And I was surprised that they included, I mean, bleeped out, it's bleeped out, but there's quite a lot of it. Yes. Which I found surprising. And I bloody loved it. That was my favourite character in this film. Yeah. And I thought that was really cheeky and a big risk. Some of the little kids won't lean into that. They won't yeah. quite understand. Some of the older kids will get a bit of a kick out of it going, oh, my God, mm. I wonder what swear word they were actually yeah. saying underneath that bleep. I think it's a, a nice layer of cheek that, 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 yeah. worked, okay. for so that worked for me. You didn't think it was too much? No, nah, okay. no. Nah. It was a good risk. The thing, okay, going back to the animation, the thing about a film like this compared to a film like maybe Looney Tunes film, mm-hmm. you know, that's hyper-stylized knockdowns and violence that is yeah. quite obviously not real. Mm. But in the quest to make this one more realistic with the yelps and the whines and, you know, the sounds, it actually made me quite sad. Right. So I wonder how that hits children. The particular moment of sadness, I liken this to a flashback scene in Disney Pixar's Mm. Up. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that opening scene between the two main characters. And Ace gets his own flashback. And I was, I wouldn't say a mess, but it impacted me. And I was very surprised at the level of emotion that this film found itself yeah. going to that was quite adult. The bit that hit me really hard was when we get a look at Ace's backstory. Yes. And 
why he's given away. Mm. And I just found that it was such a sad misunderstanding. So sad. And that hit me so hard because I would just never understand why people can give away a family member so easily. Mm. In Ace's sense, you know, if you think your child is in danger, I get that. But why don't you find a way to help the dog too? Even if you have to give it away, Mm. don't just give it away and forget about it. Because they don't understand what they're doing just like a child doesn't. Yes. Would you give away a child uh, that did something wrong? No. <laughs> Why I know. Do I hesitate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know for people who are actually parents, they'll say yeah. that's not even the same comparison. Sure. But it is to me. I, I just don't understand why people can give away a family member. Yeah, I agree. The overall message in this film, though, is quite nice. It's hmm. self-love and acceptance and that's where you'll find your power when you can yes. come with those things. It's really nice. Which is an excellent takeaway for kids. Yeah, it's a lessons about friendships and, and loyalty that are quite unique in the way that it's set up. We've already talked about that they're formulaic and cliched, but they're very accessible for young audiences mm. to learn something quite significant about how you interact and treat people yeah. and love yourself as yeah. well. And is that a bad thing? Absolutely not. Formulaic is okay if it comes across on screen well. That's it. And it did here. Yeah. Let's talk about the voice and cast performances because yeah. I just love this. Now, I know The Rock is top billing mm-hmm. in the movie and in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope he'll forgive me if I race to talk about Natasha Leon because she yes. just has the greatest voice ever. Doesn't she? It's like a pack-a-day smoker <laughs> mixed with a gravelly phone sex worker. Yeah. And I know... <laughs> Yes. I know this isn't relevant either, but her hair is the greatest. She has the greatest red hair. It's amazing. So curly, so wild. I love it. But yeah, as I said, she's a very sweary turtle named Mm. Merton. And I was just shocked that they left so much of that in. Yeah, I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. You know, the character development for all of these players was really great. You got to know each of them, their little quirks, idiosyncrasies, and the baggage they were taking with them. And just to stay on Merton the Turtle, just as them as a character, the superpower that they receive is super speed, which yep. formulaic, yes, but makes sense because it's a turtle. So yeah. why don't you make the turtle fast? But the fact that she is a vision impaired turtle <laughs> yes. just made it just a cut above the rest. But also that's another really nice message that she needs to rely on her team to point her in the right direction. Yes, that's right. And speaking of leaning on the team, we have Ace the Hound, who's voiced by Kevin Hart. Yep. And he's the leader of the pack, right? He's there yep. to encourage the team that everything's going to be okay. And he's got this pipe dream of the farm to go live this perfect life. On the farm. On yes, the farm. which we know is <laughs> not the place you go to enjoy a perfect life. Not the place. No. But he's a bit rough around the edges, isn't he? He's, yeah. he's had a misunderstood childhood, I guess. Do you call it a childhood? Pu- puppyhood. Puppyhood. Let's yeah. go with that. And he comes across as quite cynical, but his story arc is, is really nicely managed here, I feel. Yeah. And Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson have this bromance off screen <laughs> that just makes their banter so much more effortless oh, on yeah. screen. The, the chemistry is fantastic. Yeah. I also, I love Kate McKinnon always and mm. forever. And I got such a kick out of her character, Lulu, the guinea pig, being called a murder rodent. <laughs> So good. Yeah, she's the villain of the piece. And it's tough to sell the idea of a guinea pig being capable of overthrowing the Justice League, you know, Mm. Superman, Wonder Woman, Mm. um, Aquaman, etc. But McKinnon just does unhinged villains so well that it's immediately believable. I am obsessed with that woman and putting (laughs) her into a very, very fun role. 
yeah. like this guinea pig is just what she was born yes. to be. We have a cute local connection to two of the guinea pigs, Mark and Keith, were actually voiced by Australian personalities Dr. Chris Brown and Julia Morris here in Australia. Yeah, that's yeah. right. In America, it's Ben Schwartz and Thomas Middleditch, but we got J-Mo and Dr. Chris. <laughs> you know, I really like that decision in order for it to be targeted towards yeah. the local audience is yeah. something I don't recall ever happening before. Yes, what, yep. where, where has it happened? The bad guys do it. Did they? I think the reporter is someone different. Is it? Okay. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I really like that They touch. occasionally do it, yeah. I mean, why not? In animation, you have that creative license, that freedom to yep. mix it up a bit. It's really clever. I do think there was a missed opportunity in this film, though. Oh, what was it? To get Gal Gadot, Ray Fisher, Henry Cavill, etc., etc., involved to voice their Justice League characters. I mean, I can't go past Keanu Reeves as Batman. Brilliant. It's wonderful. But, yeah, wouldn't it have been fun to have that little connection in there? Do you know what? Not to say that I'm jealous, but I'm annoyed that I didn't have that same thought <laughs> as you because now I'm sad. <laughs> yes. That would have been fun. It would have been really fun. However, John Krasinski as Superman... Olivia Wilde as Lois Lane. We said Keanu Reeves as Batman. Yeah. Like, they're great. They bring some really cool stuff. Keanu Reeves as Batman has that mix of that, like, monotone delivery with comedic timing. Which he's so well known for. He's so good at that, yeah. We haven't talked about PB the pig, Vanessa Bayer. Oh, my God. Okay. We got the strongest message of the film, actually, from PB. Mm. She's got a sweet personality. She's a huge fan of Wonder Woman, really looks up to Wonder Woman and admires how strong and powerful she is. Mm. And when PB gets her own powers, which is to grow really, really big or shrink really, really small, she finally starts to look at herself the same way she looks at Wonder Woman. And that Mm. was such a sweet message. Oh, Lee. I mean, this is the thing. This is why this movie is in one sense wrapped up in cotton wool and then also bleeping out expletives. (laughs) Like it just has this really random mix of tones that hold their own and make an impact. And I loved PB the pot-bellied pig, voiced by Vanessa Bayer as well. Yeah, And Diego Luna as Chip the squirrel, Mm. whose eyes kind of look in different directions. He's a bit chaotic. (laughs) Apparently, I read this somewhere, that is based off one of the director's dogs where their eyes are actually a bit (laughs) skew-if like that. So I I like that accent there. He's scared of absolutely everything, (laughs) even himself when he discovers... He has powers. He's Mm. even scared of his own powers. Mm. And that's a really nice message too, that he has to overcome and accept himself and trust himself. Yes, exactly. He loves to feel safe and comfortable in his cage. And his power of, is it lightning out of his hands? Could not be more unsafe. (laughs) So it's (laughs) the perfect marriage (laughs) between character and power there. Extra chaotic. (laughs) Extra chaotic, exactly. The animation. Let's talk about the animation. Yeah. Apparently, okay, although Crypto and Ace are drawn fairly simply, Mm. they're sharp. Angles actually make it really tricky to animate. Okay. So Animal Logic had to create models rigged with digital skeletons to move them and set the poses and be able to animate off. And I think that's really cool. I just have this visual of just these animated skeletons just <laughs> with these huge cheeks and <laughs> and uh, jaw lines just like <laughs> blah, 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 dancing around. That is really interesting because you would, I mean, we're lay people when it comes to animation. We yeah. wouldn't know no. what would be difficult or, or easy or challenging. It's all difficult to me. It's all, yeah, gosh, I can't draw stick figures convincingly to look like human <laughs> no. beings. So I have so much respect for animators in this digital world. That's a really interesting insight that those yeah. simple shapes were actually quite challenging. And how the characters move and fly, that's quite nice. I yeah. liked it. I'd like to call out production designer Kim Taylor. Mm-hmm. The look of this film, the aesthetic was great. I loved it. 
that she was inspired by the 20s and 30s art deco world of New York City and Chicago. Which is what Metropolis generally looks like in a lot of um, IP, I think. Yes, because mm. wasn't Superman created in the 30s? Maybe. Yeah, so, th- I mean, that makes <laughs> Let's sense. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. We'll go with that. You know, I loved the design of Lex Luthor's building, super cool, mm. Soup's apartment. There were just really nice mm. visual stamps on this movie. And in Soup's apartment, there's lots of blues and reds and golds to match his yes. costume. Yeah, which yeah. makes sense. And, you know, Lois Lane also had those accents as well as yeah. being the love interest. There is one thing that I want to call out is the music. I know you and I really love music yes. in films in general. I got such a kick out of the samples of accents of the classic theme songs of Batman and Superman yeah. movies throughout mm-hmm. the film, along with you know a new score yeah. from the team. So I really appreciated yeah, that. Yeah, and there's a real banging soundtrack mm. here as well. One thing I want to take issue with, though. Okay. And I understand why it happened, okay? So there's a moment when Crypto is really sad and he's alone in his room and he's, he's eating ice cream and, and listening to Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my brain immediately went, no, it should be Adele. <laughs> when you're sad, <laughs> you eat ice cream and you listen to Adele. That has but, been me in the shower once. But we all know <laughs> Dwayne Johnson is – wait, did you eat ice cream no, in the shower? No, no ice cream was consumed in the shower. Maybe it was a shower beer. Okay. I probably had a shower beer. <laughs> But we all know Dwayne Johnson is a huge fan of Taylor Swift. Yes. So, of course, it had to be Taylor Swift. And he's a producer behind the project, so he probably helped join those dots in the back end there. One thing I will say before we wrap up, Mm. make sure you stay for the two end credit scenes, which are quite fun. Oh, I didn't. (gasps) Timmy. Can you tell me offline? Yeah, I'll tell you offline. Okay, thank you. But make sure you stay because they're quite fun. What What was I thinking? I don't know. It's a DC film. You stay for the end credit scenes. Every damn film has extended scenes mid after credits, oh, you think I'd know by now. Timothy. Oh, just another day disappointing my yeah. co-host. <laughs> On that note, let's wrap it up. Okay. So DC League of Super Pets is good, harmless family fun and very much targeted to kids. But there is still much to enjoy for adults, especially the brilliance of Merton the Turtle for me. With more heart than I was expecting, I love the chemistry between all the characters paired with a fun and bright animation style. I'm going to rate DC League of Super Pets three and a half popcorn kernels. Well, it is difficult to find a fresh angle in the oversaturated superhero genre these days, but this is one that goes big on fun and is entertaining for families with a really nice message at its core and it has a banging soundtrack to boot. I'm going to give it four popcorn kernels out of five. There we go. Well, DC League of Super Pets flies into Australian cinemas from September 15. Go check it out, friends. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. And now on to the news, folks. So a Dirty Dancing sequel has dropped into the schedule for February 2024. The film will see Jennifer Grey reprise her role of Frances Baby Houseman as she returns to Kellerman's in the 1990s. So similar to the original, the sequel will be a coming-of-age romance centred on the experience of a young woman at the summer camp and Baby's journey will intertwine with the story. So we've already had some uninspired sequels in the form of Havana Nights and Capoeira Nights, which are probably straight to DVD, I think, as well as a TV movie remake in 2017 starring Abigail Breslin and Colt Pratt's. But I think finally studios seem to be coming around to this realisation that audiences are intelligent and straight remakes don't work. You can't mm-hmm. just put new actors in the roles and then be like, yep, yep, we're done. Yes. So you need to honour and incorporate the originals rather than mimic the success that was found in the past. Have you seen any of those sequels, remakes that I you just listed? not. I wasn't interested, no. Yeah, fair enough. No, neither was I. No. I like this approach Two. What's mm. interesting, though, that it's set in the 90s, so we're still going quite mm. far back. What was the term that Scream coined? Was it requel? Requel. Mm. Yeah. So requel is better than remake. Remake or reimagining Yeah. or whatever other term. I, I can see the trend that people are starting to lean more towards that than mm. just sticking new actors in it because, you know, they do that because they're like it's for a new generation. Yes. Okay. But that's presuming that the new generation hasn't also seen the nostalgic film. Nostalgia Mm. is such a big part of our lives now, every generation. Mm. So you can't just presume that there's a line divided between the generations and like a newer generation has never seen the older generation's favourites. They have seen them. They like them just as much as the older generation. Yes. So to just straight remake them is insulting. Yes. We could have a whole special popcorn (laughs) podcast episode on this, but the most recent absolute triumph in this space is Top Gun Maverick. Yes. It's weird that I'm comparing Top Gun Maverick to a dirty dancing sequel, but they are cut from the same cloth in that way. And I guess the approach that they both took or, or this one is yes. looking to take. And Scream also did it really well. There we go. The list is endless. Mm-hmm. So the Renaissance is in full swing with mm. actor Brendan Fraser brought to tears as he received a six-minute standing ovation at the Venice Film Festival for his film The Whale. Directed by Darren Aronofsky, The Whale follows a reclusive English teacher living with severe obesity who attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter for one last chance at redemption. The film also stars Sadie Sink, Hong Chow and Samantha Morton. Now, I don't want to diminish Brendan Fraser's moment in the sun here. Mm. But isn't six minutes kind of standard for Venice Film Festival? Like standing ovations are the norm there. Mm. And it's more about the amount of time that it goes on for. And I think six minutes is is about standard. Quite low? No. (laughs) Look, I don't want to take away from the event. Like it's still amazing. Yes. But yeah, I thought six minutes was about standard. I'm finding that news outlets and even us, when we're regurgitating this information and sharing it with you, we're obsessed with standing ovations and their length right now. Yeah. I mean, Elvis got a, what, eight or 12 or 13 minutes? I actually can't remember now. Who can remember? But it seems to be the one thing that justifies success is how long 
was the standing ovation. What does that mean? And God forbid if it doesn't get a standing ovation. Right. Oh, that would be actually so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> it would be so awkward. <laughs> but look, also there has been some controversy surrounding this film with some calling it out for being fat phobic because of the way it portrays Fraser's 272 kilogram character as pitiful, worthless and shocking. Mm. And for the filmmaker's use of digital fat suits and prosthetics to add on the pounds to Fraser. And also instead of casting an actor of that yeah. weight and size is, is being thrown I mean, out there that's too. that's the age old debate as mm. well you know can actors play characters that are not themselves yes. it's oh, look, it's hard but it's I, acting <laughs> but also you would hope they have someone who has this lived experience mm. guiding them yes. through the production process which is always so valuable yeah yeah well look when the film comes out lee and i will see it and we'll look at the nuances to justify its existence and share that with you meanwhile in more venice film festival news oscar winner florence zeller's the sun got a moving 10 minute Ovation. Mm. The movie stars Hugh Jackman, Vanessa Kirby, Anthony Hopkins, and Laura Dern. The son follows Peter, who lives a busy life with new partner Beth and their baby, and it's thrown into disarray when his ex wife Kate turns up with their teenage son Nicholas. We're a huge fan of Florian Zeller. Yes. And we actually spoke to Florian Zeller on mm. Popcorn Podcast. We were really lucky to welcome him onto the show, and God, it was a fascinating chat. So inspiring. Really, really inspiring. Really inspiring. Well, we cannot wait to see The yes. Sun, so we'll, we'll share yes. our take on it very soon. And they're also talking about this is going to be Hugh Jackman's Oscar. Oh, I haven't stumbled across that headline. Yes. Well, oh. I'm still salty that he didn't get it for Logan. Well, he wasn't even nominated. I know. At least he was nominated for Jean Valjean okay. for Les Mis. Yeah. I think he should have taken it for there. And I totally agree, Logan, one of his best performances Thank ever. You. Not Thank discounting you. that. Yeah. The longest accolades at the Venice Film Festival so far have been for Blonde with a 14-minute long standing ovation that brought star Anna de Armas to tears as well. Yeah, so Blonde reimagines the life of Marilyn Monroe from her volatile childhood as Norma Jean through to her rise to stardom. And it's based on the novel by Joyce Carol Oates. We'll be able to see that on Netflix very soon on September 28th. You know what? The Oscar season is shaping up to be pretty damn sexy for next year with all of these incredibly well-received films and Mm. performances. I cannot wait. Speaking of another fantastic performance, or so it's being touted as, Ah. the first full trailer for My Policeman was released this week. The drama is an adaptation of Beth and Roberts' 2012 novel and follows a closeted policeman in 1957 Brighton, played by Harry Styles, who marries a schoolteacher named Marion but also has a secret love affair with a museum curator. So the story jumps between two time periods, in the 1950s and then in the 1990s. In the 50s, the man navigates his love triangle, but then 40 years later, things become thorny when his lover returns to his and his wife's lives after suffering a stroke. Yeah, people are raving about Harry Styles in this film, just based on the trailers. Well, I mean, the teaser trailer we got a little while ago was less than a minute. So here we're finally getting a sense of what this film has to offer and it looks pretty striking. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Well, My Policeman is coming to Prime Video on November 4. We also got the first full trailer for Black Adam this (laughs) week, giving us a glimpse at the Justice Society led by Pierce Brosnan's Dr. Fate in action, attempting to capture Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam. Adam. Now, we don't have to wait long for this new DC hero installment because it's the only DC film coming out for quite some time. So, Black Adam will be in Aussie cinemas from October 20. 
How did you feel about this trailer? We've had a few now. I found it very exciting and I like that the focus was on the Justice Society and giving us more of a glimpse of these supporting characters. I sometimes take issue with trailers being too long Mm -hmm. because they can give away most of the film and you just want enough to give you a teaser and get you excited for it. I think they did really well with this, Mm. uh, but they did show a lot, I guess. I feel this trailer would have served the audience and the anticipation better if it came out much sooner. Because the other trailers weren't bad, but they didn't tickle my fancy so much. This this one has tickled my fancy. It tickled my fancy. <laughs> they were very focused. The previous ones were very focused on Black Adam. On Black Adam. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we've got a bit more of a sense of who else is in this yes. film and this one, which I like. And a bit more about what the story is going to be. Mm. Them coming up against him. Oh, it's going to be epic. God, so much trailer talk <laughs> this week with Knives Out sequel Glass Onion also dropping a teaser this week. What did you think of it? Look. We all know clearly my take on Knives Out. I was not a fan of Were you that not? film. I don't remember that. Oh, come on. We reviewed it, didn't we? No. Yes. I think yes, we did. Yes, we did. It yeah. was one of our first because it was in 2019. Yeah. The before time. When we were bebes, podcast yeah. bebes. Yeah, I thought it was insanely overrated, but. I loved it. I know you did. <laughs> so I'm very excited to see this film and talk about it because. I'm actually pretty excited having seen this trailer. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really fun. It looks good. Yeah, it does look good. And it's releasing on Netflix globally from December 23. The film will see Daniel Craig's Benoit Blanc head to a private island in Greece owned by tech billionaire Miles Bourne, played by Edward Norton. I feel like we haven't seen Edward Norton in a film for a really long time. No, we haven't. Quite excited. Mm. And he's off there to solve a new mystery. The rest of the new ensemble cast includes Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Jessica Henwick, Kate Hudson, Dave Bautista, and Madeline Klein. Such a great cast. Oh, it looks delicious. Looks delicious on screen. Delicious. <laughs> like a glass onion. Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> On that note, let's wrap up this episode of Popcorn Podcast. We covered off DC League of Super Pets, which is flying into Australian cinemas from September 15. And as always, friends, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. If you enjoy our episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. While you're there, we would love you to rate us and leave a review. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, and where all good podcasts are found. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.